This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. Hello, everyone. This is Jean Border, your host for the Focus Practical Dreamer's Journey podcast. I have a special guest with me here today is Dr. Katya Rusanen. She is an expert on storytelling, and that is so cool. I've I've really been interested in that for a while, Um, but before I get into that, hello, how are you? Nice to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure to hopefully inspire your audience. Yeah. Stories is a big topic of discussion right now. All the groups that that you go into, they talk about how you really need to understand your story, the origin story, the transformation story. Um, Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest, I have some clients who are not comfortable with telling stories at all. I get that. Yeah. Um, So tell me a little bit about you. How did you come into this storytelling world? So before jumping to be a coach a decade ago, I was working in one of the world's leading business banks. So completely different era, but I had this calling in my heart to help others. And that calling had been there since, since I was 16 years old and even maybe before. But when I was 16, there was this turning point in my life as I went through a very challenging traumatic situation as my first ever boyfriend, who I fell in love, you know, remembering that first love, like that special moments. And I fell in love, but unfortunately, my love story did not have the happily ever after. He ended very suddenly when I heard the news that my boyfriend had died by suicide. Oh, my goodness. And that spiraled me down into a very dark place as I felt I should have saved him. I should have known. I should have somehow been able to prevent it. And I was going through every single word, every single moment that I could remember looking for signs which I had ignored and looking for explanation why. And it was so much that grief that I felt overwhelmed with the pain that I felt. It felt like my heart was just crushed into thousands of pieces. And that led me into one moment to a place where I wanted to give up. 
because I could not take that pain. And luckily, on the 11th hour, there was a spark of light coming to my dark mind, and it helped me to turn around and choose life because I did not want to put this pain that I felt that time to anyone else. So I chose life and I chose to continue here. And I felt that there must be something. And that something back then, I could not articulate what that something was. But I just felt I need to continue. I need to continue my journey. And it was painful. And for 15 years, I was hiding this part of my journey because that was my coping mechanism. I was just locking all those memories into a storage room and put the sign, never go there. But it did not make that pain go away. I kept I kept pushing it down like a beach ball and it kept popping up until I made a conscious choice that came as I went to a palm reader. I was at crossing points in my crossroads in my life, and I went to seek for clarity. And that's where you go when you seek clarity, right? Palm reader. But this man said so many accurate things. And then when he asked me, why don't you write? That just somehow pierced right through me. And I was like, yes, I know what story he's telling about. And I knew I need to start writing. And that night I went home, I started typing and it was like opening Pandora's box, very emotional journey, but I was committed. I need to write. And I started writing a fictional novel that was based on my experience of losing a loved one to suicide. But I made it fictional so I could have a look on a different perspective. And that started my healing journey. I think that when we go to write books, we all, at least everybody I've talked to, we write what we've lived. Mm. And it's sometimes a way to make sense of things. Totally. It is. And for me, it was really seeing, because I was writing fiction, so seeing things a little bit different perspective. And through that journey, I, first of all, I found help. And I think that's when you're on the right path and the universe sends sends support. Because as you can hear, I'm I'm non-native speaker, but I felt I want to write in English. And then I found a editor who was just promising to help me. And now she's a really good dear friend. But back then it was like out of blue, this lady appears and she's like, well, what are you working on? Like, I'm writing a novel. And she was like, I can help you. And I was like, (laughs) you can? Really? And she did. So that first novel actually turned to trilogy because I continued the writing journey, which was kind of ambitious for a first book. (laughs) But I learned a lot on the way. And then later on, And I started to see that life didn't happen to me. It happened for me. And that came through that 
writing journey. It came through healing journey as I found a way to express. And whatever way that is works for you, whether it's writing, whether it's art, whether it's dancing, but finding a way if you have gone through challenging life experiences, I highly recommend finding a way to express because I had bottled up a lot of that pain for many years and it started feeling so good when I was able to start opening up. First, it was just writing for me. And it was a huge thing then to share what I have written with that this editor who came into my life. I felt like <gasps> it's so personal. And as you said, like why people don't share their stories, it's personal, it's vulnerable, it's raw. And I totally get that. Many people are hiding, in a way, the gold, the things that they have learned on their journey, it feels too vulnerable. Yeah, I I totally, totally agree with you. And I totally feel all that as well, um, because I lived through that. My very first book was A Woman's Journey Through Pain because I had migraines. And you mentioned the word journey that keeps coming up over and over and over because it's not the destination. It's what you did on your way to what you think your goal is, right? Or what you you think the end point is. How many books do you have out now? Do you know? So I have written three novels and right now, actually, I'm working on nonfiction book, which will be my first nonfiction. I have been contributing to uh, several books that many of them are bestsellers, like writing a chapter. But now I'm writing my first nonfiction. Cool. Have you ever done any ghostwriting? Just curious. I have now, but I do help my clients to come up with their origin story. Like, how did they find, what when did they go through and how did they overcome their obstacles on their way? So that's what I love to do, but it's still their writing, but I can guide them to find those moments and how to share those moments so that it comes from that place of learning, that it comes from that place of uh, these are the lessons than coming from the wound. Because that's when it comes from the wound, there is sharing, and I highly recommend that you do that sharing in a healing environment or supportive environment. It's important part of the journey But there comes a point when you feel more ready to share from that place of learning. And I often say to my clients, if you feel life happened to you, you are still on the healing journey and that's fine and that's okay. And it's everybody has their divine timing how long that healing journey lasts. But then there comes a day that you start seeing life happen to me. And then that's the place where you share it from with different energy. And then it is easier to start sharing. At least that was my own experience. So give me some ideas of how your clients would be using these stories in their businesses. So often like a podcast like this one, <laughs> if they are invited to a podcast, they can share their journey like I did. Like I shared something personal I went through to come to a place where I'm now. What got me started? Because people are always curious to know why. 
Why do you do what you do? Because that also differentiates you from all the others who might be doing something similar, but you have your unique journey. You have your own blend of experiences and expertise. And when you are sharing your story, that can help others to connect with you and say, you are the expert I want to work with. And whether it's a podcast, whether it's on your about page, whether it is sharing an event or webinars, there are so many opportunities or even one-on-one conversation with the client to building up the report because we often want people to open up to us (laughs) like, oh, you share everything. How can I help you overcome your challenges? But we need to also open that door. So when we do share it comes also easier for others to share. And I have received so many people reaching out and sharing. I went through something similar or I I can relate to your journey. And that has helped me to connect with many. And some of them have become my clients because they get there is that connection from heart to heart level. And that's what stories can do. And I think we gravitate towards people who have a little bit of the same background experience that we, Mm -hmm. that we've gone through because then we don't feel so weird. Like it's only happened to us and nobody else. So there's like an instant connection sometimes that happens when people say, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. That, that, that human connection Mm -hmm. that stories can provide. Yes. And the emotional attachment as well, right? That that the emotion that you brought out when you were talking about your boyfriend's suicide, right? Mm -hmm. All of us feel that. Yeah. And the emotion is the thing that really connects us because we have all unique experiences. And I hope that many of your audience have not needed to go through what I went through. And I know my story is traumatic it's uh it's going through serious trauma at young age but it is also the emotion like maybe you have had moments of despair some sort somewhere along your path and that's where we can connect it's like that bridge that connects the emotion is the connector and yes my experiences are unique to me and yours are unique to you but we might have felt emotionally something similar along the path exactly i I totally get that do you have any thoughts on testimonials is that something you've ever discussed with anybody testimonials for from clients Mm -hmm. i love those things because Sometimes it is, okay, she's just sharing her journey, her parts, but then we sometimes can relate. If you have testimonials on your website, if you share your testimonials on your social media, sometimes people relate to those even more because they are like, okay, that person's journey, she or he started where I am and then now... Wow, that's what I want. So testimonials are a powerful way if you especially make it as well as a story. 
because every story has the beginning, middle and end. So that's what you want in your testimonial too. You are telling, a, basically you are telling a mini story. And so the clients, when you ask about the testimonial, you might ask like, tell a little bit what was going on before you started working with me. Then what was the shift that happened while you worked with me? And where are you now after we finished the work together? So that, that way you are building that story. What was the experience? And that can sometimes be the thing they need to see for them to sign up for things. I have signed up to seeing somebody I actually knew from for one program I purchased. I was like, I know that person. So they testimonial was the thing I needed to say yes to that program because I was like, well, okay, it worked for her. So I, I know that person, I trust that person and I am g- going to join this program too. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm conflicted when it comes to testimonials because so many of them don't look real to me, you mm. know, and I think it's the ones that aren't stories because now people use AI for everything. AI will write you a testimonial so quickly, you know, Yeah. but it's like if people don't volunteer them, I don't ask because I want them to be honest and I want them to be true and I want them to come from the heart. I don't yeah. just want. Oh yeah, she's great. Work with her. No. Oh, and that's that, <laughs> you know that's the best testimonial. Even though people often say she's awesome, but it doesn't really tell anything for the person who doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why sometimes, and sometimes when we are working together, like I have programs, so people might say something along the line. Like they have that aha moment that really is a turning point for them. So you can also pay attention while they are, because we might be, I, when I started, I was thinking it's after. Mm-hmm. And you might ask the testimonial, but you might also record those turning point moments for your client. And then you might go and like check in, like, hey, you shared about this, and I think that moment would be awesome for others to hear too. Would you be willing to write that testimonial for me? I'm in the energy world, and so much of what we do in the energy world is those little steps because that mm-hmm. shift of that of addressing that one step changes so many parts of your life, right? It's not like you work with me and and then we stop. It's it's it can be a one-time deal or it can be an ongoing process. So mm-hmm. I, if I wait till the end, I never have any testimonials because you never know when the end's going to be, right? Yeah. Um, but those little shifts that every week they come back and they say something cool, you know? But again, it's like this inner conflict. If they don't volunteer, I don't ask because I want them mm-hmm. to be authentic. But I love the story testimonials mm-hmm. as opposed to the the one-liners, which are nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're really well. nice, especially if it's coming at me, you know, that's really nice. But um, I, I don't know, it's something I need to work through anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I, I get that. Like it is, again, um, t- totally up to you, like whether you are waiting people to volunteer the testimonial, but sometimes people don't know the power of testimonials. Mm-hmm. And that's that might be, 
they might not even think about that. And then it can be an inspiration for others, but it can also serve that person because they acknowledge their journey as they write that testimonial. They are like, yeah, oh yeah, now I remember. Whoa, that is amazing. I was a caterpillar and now I'm a butterfly. So they see that growth within them. And that's why like sometimes, whether it's writing a testimonial, whether it's writing a journal can serve because sometimes these changes, shifts can be subtle. And we might not notice them that much. But then when we are reading something like five years ago, it's like, I wrote that. Oh my goodness. And now I think completely something else. Like I have found a new way to see my life, see myself, see others. So, so that's, that's another way testimonial can serve. So I just told you one of my big obstacles, if you will, mm-hmm. if you want to use opportunities is another word that some people use for that. What are some of the other stumbling blocks that other entrepreneurs or small business owners might be able to overcome using stories? One of the biggest one that I have worked a lot on my own journey as well is actually the inner story, the story we are telling ours, to ourselves about who we are, what we are capable of, what's the world like, and what, what's the relationship we have with others. We are telling a story all the time. We are all storytellers, and we are incredible on that because when something happens, we are trying to find meaning and purpose because that just helps us to navigate through life. So we are finding these stories and sometimes these stories are not really accurate. Sometimes they are not really serving us. They are not supporting us and us on the way to our goals, on the way to succeeding on purpose. And one of the story I was sharing, and it really started coming up when I got into business, when I started my own business, I realized that I have this, I'm not good enough. It's not going to work. And whatever I implemented, and of course, in the beginning, you will have failures <laughs> and you have you test out things things doesn't work and i had this voice in my head that says it's not gonna work even before i started implementing things so you know energy work so think about what energy did i put out there it's not gonna work <laughs> so of course it didn't work And I needed to start shifting that story I was telling myself. And I realized later that it came from the trauma. That was a story that I created. I wanted to keep myself safe and not having disappointment in lives. So if I thought it's not going to work before I did it, I'm not going to be disappointed because I knew it's not going to work. So that was my little thinking, how to keep myself safe. And I was like, oh, wow, like this so doesn't serve me. And then finding a way to start rewriting that story, rewriting my relationship 
with the past because we can't change what happened in the past, but we can change how we relate to it. And that changes everything. You mentioned failure. If you don't try new things, I, you, you sound like you're familiar with Tony Robbins' work. Yes, okay. I have. <laughs> yeah, if, if you never fail, you've never tried, yeah. right? So if you want something different, you have to be willing to set a goal, fail, do a course correction, try it again, do another course correction, try it again until you get it streamlined. But the whole time you're aiming towards your goal, right? So yeah. with every failure, you're still moving a little bit further towards that goal that you set for yourself. So it's not really failure. It's just a learning experience. Yes. Doesn't feel that... like it in the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's the key you said, seeing failure as a learning experience. And that is a way how you can use it as a stepping stone. But often, especially people who have gone trauma, like it's just wanting to be safe, wanting to be in that comfort zone and protecting ourselves. But it really shifted when I started checking like, okay, in a business and especially because I know you, some of our listeners are entrepreneurs or business owners. We would love that the from starting our business, we would go where we want with the straight line. But that's not how this, this journey is built. It has those ups and downs. But one day when you keep going, when you keep growing, you start seeing that your downs actually are the old highs. Because you keep growing, you have the wisdom and you start also working through the emotion. I often share with my clients, you need to work on four different levels. So first is the pyramid, the mind, the emotions and the physical. And then it's the spiritual that overlays all of those and seeing Again, the lesson you are learning through this experience is more from the soul's perspective. So that might be the shift to check the mind, the body, and uh, the emotions, and then the physical, if you are or you are not taking action. What is the story you are telling yourself that might be holding you back or maybe is pushing you forward because stories can either they hold you back or they propel you forward. So the choice is yours. What story you are telling, the channel are you tuning in? One of the things that Tony Robbins had on some of his social media stuff this recently was you don't live your actual reality. You live the reality in, that's inside your head. So your perception of what's going on flavors your thoughts about it. <clears throat> and that creates your emotions, right? Yeah. So if I look outside and it's it's cloudy today and it's kind of gloomy, and if I make judgments, <clears throat> excuse me, about that, then that can affect my state, my physical way of being. Well, it's cloudy and gloomy outside and blah, blah, blah. And my shoulders go down and and I'm not... Uh -huh. Uh, you know, my my physical state changes 
yes. based on the thoughts that I've created about outside. However, if I look outside and I see a gloomy day and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no sun out. I can go outside and do all this stuff and not worry about getting sunburned today. That's a different emotional feel. It's a different state in the body, right? Yeah. Um, so the same thing happens when we try new things and we experience a failure. Well, that self-talk, the inner critic, that game we play on ourselves about, you know, treating ourselves very poorly <laughs> brings us, can bring us very much down unless we look at it and say, immediately say, okay, which part of that didn't work so I can shift that part mm-hmm. and hold on to what did work and streamline it for the next leg of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that's where business mentors and support comes handy. Because mm-hmm. when we are in that place, when we feel we failed in something, it, it might feel like nobody else have failed in this. And then we might hear our mentor's journey and they say like, yeah, well, that's part of the journey. It's normal. Like you're not the only one. So you need to keep going. You need to just let's analyze what was happening. What did you do? What worked well? What didn't work well? But sometimes we are so trained to just focus what didn't work that we might not see like, oh, actually part of this was okay. So I need to just tweak this part. Like if it's a new product launch, maybe it's like, okay, maybe I need to change those emails I send out because maybe they didn't have enough emotional connection. So let me add that element and let me test it out again. So it really requires a lot of endurance. (laughs) It really requires that belief that it's possible. So Les Brown talks a little about possibilities. What can you tell us about possibilities when it comes to inner stories and business internal voices? I love that uh, Les Brown quote, it's possible, because that was one of the things that started shifting my own inner voice that said it's not possible. And then I started questioning it. Like, hmm, maybe I can choose to believe that it's possible. Maybe I can say I'm willing to believe that it's possible. Because right when I started, I was not able to go, yes, of course I can do it. So I started with the little shifts because that was easy for my mind. Because if I would say, yes, I can, of course I can, my mind was like, yeah, right, and gave all the long list of reasons why not. So if I just said I choose to believe it's possible, it was harder for my mind to find ammunition with that. So it is, again, like having that opportunity for you to, first of all, recognize what are the regular patterns, regular thoughts you might have in your mind And just taking a moment, are they really supporting me? Are they uplifting me? Are they like making me feel energized? Or maybe not. Are they just making you feel like the heaviness and like, just like it's not possible. So again, the choice is yours. 
because we all do have stories that we tell within us, but you have that power within you to start transforming those stories because you can be the hero of your journey. You can be the hero of your story and star of your life, but that is a choice that you need to make because we can tell that same story about the event so many different ways. And it's still, we are not changing what happened. We are just shifting how you're telling the story to yourself. So again, the power is within you. And this is something I call the power of your story because it is possible to change the inner story and as well as adapt. How are you talking about yourself? How are you talking about your project to others? Because that is the outer story then, how you are communicating. But it all starts within, I believe. You need to first, within you, believe that it's possible. Words have power. Totally. Words have power over the way we communicate with others, whether we do that well or whether we do that not quite so great. <laughs> um but they also have power over how we think and the um, the meaning we attach to events, circumstances, mm-hmm. some yeah. things that we could change in our external world, some things we couldn't change, but how do we talk about them inside our head? Because really, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. We We go to other people for their opinion on things, but really what counts is the opinion, the viewpoint we give it, right? Yeah. Um, how do people decide what stories to tell? That is a really good question because one of the things is, again, gaining that awareness. I believe awareness is the key. You need to, first of all, when you are setting a goal, or maybe you don't even want to set a goal, and that's something to look into. Why? What's what's there? What's the story I'm telling about the goals that I might not even want to go there? I might not even want to set goals. But if you set a goal, you start taking action. Just pay attention. What is a story? that comes into your mind when you are in that process of taking action, when you're in that process to maybe expanding your comfort zone, whether it would be like, oh, now I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to start putting videos out there or whatever that would be for you that might be a little bit challenging. So just checking in, what story are you telling? And then the other thing I mentioned before, like check-in, is this supporting me? Or maybe it is like hindering you. It's holding you back. And the power that comes within you is that choice. Because you can choose what story you are telling. But first, you need to be aware in order to be able to change it. And that's where it comes also working with somebody else who can hold the light for you, who maybe can 
start recognizing and helping you to see the stories you are telling because sometimes we are unaware even though we are saying it in our mind but we are not really registering what we are telling ourselves <laughs> it's kind of like a little bit like am I saying that to me myself but it is again just pausing sometimes for a moment and checking in it's very true that the way we see ourselves, other people may see us differently. And someone who is on the outside looking in can give you perhaps another way of um, looking at a situation that you were so closely involved in. And it's just yeah. hilarious. I have to tell this story. This is about one of my clients. And this is recent. Um, and this client was telling this story. And, and she, the, the, there was a conversation between the client and someone else, and she was under the impression that the other person was really in the wrong. And she, as she told the story, I just started laughing. And she's like, what? what? And I'm like, get defensive much? <laughs> because her her actions in response to the conversation was way over the top. I mean, it it from the an outsider looking in, it was just out of proportion. But inside her head it was a perfectly logical thought process right mm -hmm. and so sometimes we need someone outside of ourselves to say really is, yeah. is, is that really the way you want to remember that situation and the story you want to keep telling yourself Absolutely. and then as she was like taken aback that I was it was just it was it was a humorous situation it really was she it, not for her while she was in it but yeah. point of view is so important. And when you told your your fiction stories from a different point of view and it allowed you to explore it differently, it's the same idea, right? It's mm -hmm. just what story are you telling in your head? What imagination are you creating from a specific group of events that occurred at some point, yeah. right? Yeah. And for entrepreneurs as well, we sometimes tell stories about the future. Yes. Like, that's what I call the what if game. Uh -huh. And you can play it two ways. You can go what if and everything that can go wrong or what if and everything that could happen in a positive sense. And it is just a game for the future. We do not know, but we can play that game in our mind. We can tell stories about the future whatever way serves you and it's sometimes like checking in what what if game I'm playing here and sometimes that can keep us stuck because totally. we focus so much on the the bad things that could happen visibility is big for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. right um yes. it's it may not be safe to be heard to be mm -hmm. seen in a different way than you're comfortable with already right yeah. And this something you alluded to multiple times here in our conversation, the subconscious views everything through the filter of, is this safe? Mm. Because it's that your subconscious has the job of keeping you alive, right? So it wants to keep you as in a safe as a position as possible. So anytime you try something new, there's this warning flag that comes up. Oh, I don't know about this. So you can either yeah. let it paralyze you. And you step back or you can say, well, let me just take one more step and see how that feels. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's something I have actually I have a process that helps people to start oh, 
transforming those inner stories if they are not serving. So I have a, if it's okay to share for your audience. So it is a guide where I share three common inner stories that are limiting entrepreneurs. So I'm sharing that plus a five-step process, how you can start working through those stories and transforming them something positive and supportive. So that helps you then to go for your goals, whether it's six figures or beyond. But these stories, if we are not aware, if we are not working on them, they can hold you stuck and not reaching your goals. And I know that's painful and that's a very discouraging place to be but it is possible to overcome those stories and really shine your light and share your gifts with the world thank you thank you the links will be down below so you can find katya on her website on the the her free gift will be there so her social media platforms she's all over the place um yeah. <laughs> so you can find her very easily. Um if someone has started trying to narrow down their story, but they're not comfortable with you said all stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? Mm-hmm. What if they don't know how far back to start and and how much of the story to tell? Is there a process that- for that? Yeah, that's a, such a great question. And you can reach out to me. <laughs> I can help you to narrow it down. Because that is something because we have gone through a lot in life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's very clear. This is the story. This is why I got started. So the origin story for me, when I share it, it's often the why story. Like, why did you start doing what you do? Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is so much. And I'm always like, let's narrow it to one special moment. Let's talk about moments in life. Because otherwise, it's easily gets to a list. This happened, and this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And people are like, I got lost. (laughs) And what happens then? People stop listening. They start going in their mind wherever they want to go. And they just get lost. Like some movies, you are watching them and you just, I I stopped watching because I didn't get it. So what we want in, uh, when we talk about the story, the origin story is to really think about those key moments. And what I often give as an exercise for people when we start finding those key moments is to create a timeline of life. And there they write down the key points that they think, like the highs and the lows, because those are the things we remember more easily. We remember the amazing moments when we, for example, got married. We remember our wedding day. Then we might remember when we got fired or whatever those things are. So write those things down. And then... Start with the end in mind. Yes, it's your story, but it's actually about your clients too. So think about what's your offer that you want to make and who is it for? And then 
think about the emotional state of your ideal clients where they are right now. And then go through your life journey and see if there is an event where you might might have felt something similar that your ideal clients are feeling right now. So that might be actually the starting point of your story. Very good. Very good. Because it it can go just the way you said. It it becomes a list. And this and this and this and then this and then this and then that. I'm like, what's the point? Right? Get to the mm-hmm. point. Make me feel something. Get me engaged. Show me what's possible. Yes. Right? <laughs> so we're coming up closer to the end of our journey here together. Are there any amazing final words you would like to leave our listeners with? So I believe that your purpose, your calling was given to you for a reason. And yes, you might have had some bumps on the road, you might have gone through challenging life experiences, but it's possible to turn that pain into purpose. It's possible to find those lessons you have learned and also share your story in a way that it is inspiring for others, that it can give the spark of hope for others. And it is possible for you to be the star of your life and the hero of your story. Thank you. Thank you. So if you'd like to work with Dr. Katya, like I said, all the information is right down below. Thank you for spending time with us. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. <laughs> um, for Thank everyone you listening. For having me. Yeah, sure. For everyone listening, this is your host, Jean Border, with the Focus Practical Dreamer's Journey. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Remember to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey.